0: This episode of the Creepy Boys is brought to you by Kitchen 73, located in RDP, DDO, Laval, downtown Montreal, and Mirabel. They are open for takeout, delivery, and catering service. Call Kitchen 73 at any one of their locations or order online at kitchen73.ca.
1: What's up, Habs fans, hockey fans all around the world? Welcome to a new episode of the Curfew Boys coming to you live from the basement. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are about uh, an hour away from curfew hours here in Montreal, Canada. I'm your boy, Sammy, here with the rest of my curfew boys, Anthony, Adri, Zook, and Chris Christopher, the salesman, Solera, uh, step... Stepping in for uh, Statsman Joe tonight. Statsman the salesman.
0: Joe. Salesman. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> We're both salesmen, boy. There you go. Uh, I like that. Finally, it. does somebody yeah. like me. Finally. Oh, God. That's not a good thing, actually.
0: <laughs> I feel slightly cheaper as a human being nah. after that introduction. <laughs> we sell We're our souls. souls. Too, too bad.
1: It. If you don't like it, you, you can click escape on your keyboard. Escape. Okay, <laughs> that's it. The X. Ex- <laughs> or,
0: or just claim you have COVID and stay away for a week.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of COVID, way wait, wait to, wait to, uh, to, right? to break the ice there. It's been oh, too long. It's been too long. Well, gentlemen, our dear Montreal Canadians we're uh, coming off, uh, I guess, uh, we can say a happy note. Finally, breaking uh, two curses with one puck, winning on uh, on Saturday in overtime shootout for the first time, and also winning the wearing the uh, reverse retro jerseys for the first time this season. So, uh, it was a big time miracle for real. But finally, Habs nation and Habs fans everywhere were happy as hell that uh, they broke those two curses. So you know, like always, when the team wins. The team, the fans are coming off a high, looking forward to the next game, the next opponent, you know. Monday night, our opponent was Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, and uh, the Edmonton Oilers. They were coming off a three-game winning streak on Monday night. Then all hell breaks loose. You know, COVID problems. Yeah. Been going through it want- all year. Not not just not just hockey, but Honestly, Every, Sam, everywhere around the, the world,
0: the Habs have been quite lucky this year because there's teams that got well, it's, literally it's, decimated with COVID. It's not,
1: it's not just it's not just the Habs. If you really think about it, it's pretty much the whole nation of yeah. Canada, the country of right. Canada, the Canadian teams. Yeah. But uh, let's be honest, uh, the, we, we, we were doing better than our neighbors down to the south. You know, like uh, uh, better than the Americans. It's 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 safe to say that, and now we're really starting to feel the you know, the effects of of this stupid pandemic, you know. Breaking news uh, was that Barry Kakenyemi and and Yoel Armia were placed on the COVID protocol list Monday. I believe it was Monday afternoon, late afternoon. It was definitely a couple of hours before game time. And we were all wondering, is there going to be a game? uh, Are they not going to play? Were they declared positive? Like, I didn't remember reading. So here's the thing. They were placed on the COVID protocol list, and then the NHL decided to postpone the game that night. 24 hours later on Tuesday, like all of us, the team, all the the, the fans, the city, we're all praying and hoping that they were going to either play that night, the game they missed Monday night, or they were hoping they were going to play Tuesday night. And that didn't happen because one player out of the two was declared positive. Oh, okay. They, and they haven't so, said who, and, and they, they can't they, disclose. Okay, they'll 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 never reveal the names. If no, you notice, no, no. If you notice, since since the pandemic started, they'll yeah. exactly they'll never reveal the name of the player. It's funny uh, though, like didn't we know that Austin Matthews caught it? Like we knew, but for no, the, but, but but for some reason, but the thing is, it's it's a reporter that revealed that news. It's oh. not the league itself that will it. that will World reveal. Exactly. Oh, or the okay, team. Okay, okay, exactly. Okay. This got is it. some reporter that, that, that got his hands on the news. So, okay. you know, r- reporters don't don't they don't give a shit. Whatever no, sells, it right? It makes sense, yeah. So, then, you know, the rest of the team got tested. Practice was cancelled. The, the Broad the Brossard Sports Complex was closed. You know, we're all there hoping and waiting. And then later on Tuesday evening, the NHL releases a statement saying they are postponing all games up until March Sunday, March the twenty is it 28th or the 29th. I, the
2: 28th I, and then the 29th that's, is going to be the practice facility where you're open. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. you know, and as
1: much as it sucks, it definitely does suck. But I'm wondering if this is a slight positive for the I team. I don't know.
2: I so let me, Can't. if you don't mind, I, I'll tell yeah. you my my feelings about this, and you guys can all go ahead and and let's mm-hmm. uh, give each other, uh, give the audience what we think about this. But yeah. my Talk view about on your this, feelings, my son. Cool. <laughs> sorry, I I think I said the wrong Ooh. word. I meant to say my view on this instead of feeling ah it. much better.
1: No, now you sound like a real man.
2: Push <laughs> it similar. down. Push your That's feelings right.
1: down to your feet. <laughs> the similar direction. Okay.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So I think. If we were still on that losing streak and, you know, if we would have lost last game, then yes, this could have been a positive, right? Because you give the team a rest to regroup and find themselves and find their game. Now, how I see it is we finally broke two curses, right? The red retro and the overtime, which built a lot of momentum in that dressing room after that game, right? We won... An amazing game against Vancouver. We extended somewhat the, the 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 points in the standings because you know we beat Vancouver. Mm-hmm. We won in shootout, so that momentum started building. And who knows? Maybe the team was having that same conversation about the retro jersey situation. I'm not gonna say it, but I'm sure they saw in the media and social media that retro jersey was always an issue. So what I'm trying to say is that I thought that come Monday, after that. Two curse Sorry, like destroying those two curses. We would have had a lot of momentum. We would have came out strong oh, and have a really good game. And we finally found ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now with this break, I think this would kill the momentum. I mean, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I think this does kill the momentum. But you usually are wrong. So let's go with somebody else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me start here. I have uh, well, it's basically an evolution of what Anthony was saying. It, for me, when the, the the news broke and Sammy shared it in our chat group, the article, I was like, fudge, you know, like, they were just on a roll, the, the momentum was sort of shifting, you sort of felt it, you felt it, you, you saw the team, you know, the lines were clicking, uh, Carey Price, when he won, he threw that monkey off his shoulders, you know, all that. I love seeing that. It's cool to see, right? Yeah. And, and then boom, uh, you know, after that, COVID, now the games are canceled for for a week or two, whatever it is, a week. And uh, it's sort of... It's like a trend with the Habs that whenever there's a good thing going with them, something happens. Like in the playoffs against the Rangers, they were killing it, and then uh, Kreider Uh, runs into Price, and he's injured. And since there, they lost. You know what I'm saying? So, like, things like that Uh, happen. uh, Or they start the season strong, and then all of a sudden, there's injuries to key players, and boom, their season's gone, you know? So... It, it's sort of a continuation trend for the Canadians, in my opinion, of course. But on the same time, Sam, you were saying it, it could be a blessing in disguise. They're resting, they're gonna be all healthy. Tyler Defoe is gonna be back, hopefully, with the team. That's, That's super key though. Which is key, right? Now, the one question that I have is what's gonna happen with like the stats and stuff, right? Teams are still playing, right? So if they win, what's the game in hand situation? going to be does that still fall in favor of the canadians or or well that's
2: so that's uh, you know what i'll answer that question in a second but make chris go ahead i want to hear what he has to say about the situation but mm-hmm. and then we can we can use that as the next segment on perfect affects the league and the standings and the rescheduling of this but anyways go ahead yeah. chris and Adrian i want to hear what you guys have to say about this yeah. so the monkey off the back the breaking of the two so-called curses
0: Absolutely wonderful to see, but that was, to me, that was one game. It wasn't like the start of a streak or anything. I fall much more on the optimistic side. Actually, I see a lot more of the positives um, with this COVID outbreak with the team. So I think it gives more time to reflect on their play. That was a little bit, you know, so-so. I think this gives more time for the new coach uh, to discuss and adjust his strategy Mm-hmm. I think it's a great great opportunity to give a guy like Weber um, some time to uh, relax I mean Sharat has been missing there have been defensemen getting uh, a little bit taxed and playing higher minutes on the back end not to mention <clears> throat> Tupoli, throat> I totally forgot about him. not to mention to out that was a great the uh, great point and uh, before I get into it but is there an opening for a trade at this point in time? Could it be favorable moment?
1: Well, we're not gonna talk trades tonight because we got ha. another week. We we got another week and a half to worry about that. But shut
0: down, Chris. Shut down. Sorry, on, I, don't, let's, I, don't, let's, I don't. mean. Let's, I, don't mean, let's, I, don't mean let's, I don't mean to put a. Like, put a. We'll put a pin on that. You, you put a plug in it. <laughs> but if Martin Bergevin put puts a pin in it, in yeah, it yeah, we it. might miss an opportunity, and that's why I want to bring it up, and we want to get people talking about this because maybe this is the time to execute a move
1: if they wait too long might be gone sure but i can guarantee you ekholm is not coming i'm going to shut up it shut doesn't that matter it doesn't matter about ekholm right home or anybody no so what does ask no no but but what does ask they yeah. revealed a first round pick okay. an elite prospect and okay. a third and a third party okay, okay? what's well, a
0: third party what does that mean like another another a third another asset player. another another okay. player basically so give the first round to up. give uh, okay. ryan give paling Paul- you and you as you you want to
1: get rid of Ryan Paling, Zook? You got to look at the odds, right? You like, you you consider Ryan Paling amongst our elite prospects? I do. Really, over Cole yeah. Caulfield? They're not gonna get rid of Cole Caulfield. Well, he's not worth it for just, a thirty-year-old
0: defenseman. You know, they're what I'm saying?
1: gonna they're gonna ask
0: for Cole Ryan Caulfield. Paling is a suitable. Uh, he's, he's a centerman. Uh, he's big. You know, maybe. he has very high ups. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, up potential. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. His upside, his high, upside, upside is the word you are looking for. Upside, there you go. He, he has a lot of upside. So, Cole, Cole Caulfield is too, you know, he's too, you know, uh, he's going to be in the Canadians for a long time. I have a feeling, and they're so not gonna, gonna, get they're rid of gonna ask for him. No, yeah, the yeah side side no. Of them,
1: they're gonna ask for him, or maybe Suzuki. No, Chris I, would trade Chris, Suzuki. Chris, I know exactly what you're gonna ask or what you're gonna say. Even if Cole Caulfield is not signed under a contract, mm. they could. Nashville that's could probably not, that's they could not probably ask for his rights. Okay, so that's
0: not bad. what I was going to say. What I'm okay, trying to it. get at is they want an elite prospect. Okay, but Ouellette. they don't need the Kidding. best prospect. <laughs> 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 they don't need our best prospect. And I still consider Ryan Paling to be at least one of the top ten, and uh, if sure. not, for potentially sure. top five, or floating right around the top five. hundred percent. So our our
1: least our lead prospect bad. is is uh, Cole Caulfield. So so guys.
2: Sorry, I don't mean to cut you guys off, but this is just, we're going to have this. Well, I wouldn't trade, trade him talk. then. Not, not to get into detail about trade talk because this can la- last a whole episode and we're going to have this specific episode next week right before deadline. Mm. But to expand on what Chris said and just to end it this way instead of going to details about trades, it doesn't necessarily have to be Elcom. Like I know, Sam, you're saying, no, we're not going to happen. I'm not saying that, but Chris does bring up a good point in regards to if there's any trades to be done, this would be the right time because For sure. you just right now we have a week off. If the trade happens tonight, let's say, you're you're giving this player, you know, it's a two weeks, you know, quarantine. There's a whole week off. They come back next week. Then when we start next, playing next game, you're technically giving this guy three games without playing with us, and the player we traded has three games off, so it's not of a big effect as if you were to trade him when we have two weeks full of games. I get it. That's all I'm saying. No, but I get
1: it guys, but it, it, all this ends on Sunday. It's, it's like four days away. Four days is big, but think about it, Sam. Well, not, 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 dude, I don't know. With the condensed season
2: in two weeks, we have about nine to 10 games. Now you do a trade within two weeks time of quarantine. You just lost your top player that you're trading off for 10 games and the guy you're coming in that's coming in is losing out on 10 games, which is it's why they're not
0: going to do a trade, bro. But, yeah, that's, not, but that's why yeah. you
2: this would be you, the best opportunity. to no, do you it, know, but you, it's not you, gonna you know why, but you know why
1: this is even better than wanting a trade or somebody to come in as much as, as much as I love to see Echo or maybe somebody else that could help. Uh, this is probably better because there's only one other spot on the schedule where they can add in one game that they missed. And it's the final week of the NHL season. They have three, they're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs on a Monday. Then they'll have a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. And then they're playing their final two games against the Leafs again on a Friday and Saturday. I don't know the days exactly, but I know it's the final. They could add in one more game in the middle of that week. Now what they have to do is the NHL is before the playoffs start, they have to have at least a, two, uh, a week or two-week buffer for every single team that missed games due to the, to the COVID protocol, okay? This is where I see the advantage for, for the Habs, is that around that time, we're hoping that Ben Chirot could come back, and we're going to have to face the Edmonton Oilers. And listen, we could argue all we want about Ben Chirot, but having him back in the lineup for those three games that are going to be played when he comes back for injury, that could help us big time.
0: I agree we, with that point. But with, with with a point. new player, with a player coming in, you get Ben Schrott and you have that new player that missed yeah, less I, games. I, 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 for for sure.
1: For sure. But it's, I, I, for some reason, guys, deep down inside, I I, I don't know if a trade's going to happen. No, I, but so I really Knowing don't. Knowing or don't don't not, whatever, so. if they're the a trade...
2: Season. Just to conclude this, if there, I get it. We all have our opinions. Is there going to be a trade? Is there not going to be a trade? Yes, no, we don't know. Whatever happens, happens. All I'm saying, all Chris was saying is if there has to be a trade, this would be the perfect timing because of the time that the quarantine stuff. Now, let's conclude that. Let's move on to the next segment, which you know, you started off by talking about it, Sam, which is scheduling and rescheduling. Okay, I think as much as the NHL you know, did something right last year with the whole bubble situation compared to other sports and, you know, everything went well. Now this year, they, they found a way to manage all this so far. But the one thing they screwed up on was the buffer. Like, they should have planned out this season knowing situations like this would happen because, yes, we're the first Canadian team to do this, okay? But in the U.S. side, there's so many teams that are behind Games because of this pandemic, yeah. and what they should have done, the NHL was, look, the season right now ends May. I will tell you, the last game is May eighth. They should have allowed three weeks of all postponed games to happen, and then June the playoffs start. But, but they, they didn't probably, do that. But they're the They're still working on that though. But this should have been a, something that should have planned out before because now they, they they're still. Are, uns- no, but no, they didn't because they, I heard on the radio today that they're very uncertain of how they're going to reschedule all these games because of A, to condense. There might be
0: games lost, right?
2: There might be games lost, which will affect the the, the standings. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's very true. If that's the case, Not only that, not only that, there's also they knew, I think,
0: beginning of the season.
2: There's also rumors, which now Marc Benjamin is fighting back for. And again, this is just speculations amongst, you know, analysts that they're hearing in their dressing room, Mm -hmm. is that they want to squeeze in games throughout the rest of the season. So They can't, but they can't. I I know, but they're thinking exactly to have three back-to-back games instead of two back-to-back games. It's not going to happen.
1: It's not
2: going to happen. Player safety, dude. I know it's not going to happen, but it's something they're talking about because they weren't prepared for these many, uh, postponed games, right. well, like I said, I a see, smart... it's in their
1: collective, I think it's in their collective bargaining agreement. They can't play more than two games in uh, a row.
2: You're not understanding mm. what I'm trying to say, Sam, you're right. I get it. They're not going to do that, but they're it's a thought team. right now because they're trying to figure out the situation. All I'm saying is that beginning of the season, when this all started back in January, they should have said January 5th is the first uh, 13th is the first game. May 8th is the last game. And we have three weeks of buffer for all postponed games. Now they're all fucking scrambling around. No. Chances to are out they're gonna situation. do that though.
1: Chances are they're gonna put those games a week after the, the, the regular season. I hope to I god hope they do they that they do that because, <laughs> because I think they're the gonna fact. call it the catch-up week. No, yeah, dude, if, if they if they do that, if if they do like they did at the end of last season, okay, you make making the the, the the play-in round there for the, the playoff battle I, based I on your winning percentage. Happen. I don't Oh, there's gonna be a lot of teams pissed off.
0: No, guys, exactly. Look, look I mean, come on. What's the most simple thing to do? They're just going to push back the playoffs. If they can start, if they can push back dates for stuff to start, as much as it's not ideal, they as will, much for it's sure. Not, yeah, but that's all I'm getting at is that we're going to start the playoffs later and they're going to give the team. But the it's not that time. easy.
2: But it's not that simple, Chris, it's, because. It's not
0: that easy, but you have to realize they are playing within the same division still.
2: So, yes and no, because usually if, the but not same only- teams haven't played. But it's not only that, Chris. You have to understand something, and I get it. It's the easy way. It's us as fans right now, yes. Extend the playoffs started in June and had that three week buffer. Easy to say, easy said than done, because there's the ice, the broadcasting. You know, Euro Cup starts in June. I know it's not related, but broadcasting oh, when there's a the Euro cup and there's a playoff hockey game. How are you going to broadcast it? Because the Euro cup, <laughs> they want more publicity than the Calling any
1: soccer fans calling all soccer oh, fans.
2: But, but you know, I forgot the F, about the Euro cup. The, the F one's probably going to start because they're, F1, they're saying already that they're starting, gonna start. starting this week. So it's not easy to so than them because they can't just say, okay, we're going to put Sunday. a game on Saturday night, June 5th for the playoffs. Habs against Toronto. But Hey, the, what about the Euro cup? They're going to suffer for sure. Cause know, this said, is, it's, it's
1: going to be an awesome summertime in the city of Montreal. Then if that happens, mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing, but think for about us, it, guys. Well, we got to hope they make the playoffs first though. <laughs> right. So Yeah.
2: So you have to understand guys, it's not easy to just say, okay, we're going to add the last three weeks of main. We're going to put these buffer games. I'm worried about this because look, it might be an advantage for us, but a lot of teams are, like you said, Sam, a lot of teams are going to be pissed off because teams that are still fight, like, look, the, the, the North division, we're all tight right now by three, four points. It's each. very
1: tight, and okay. Edmonton's, Edmonton's pissed off because Point they're tied. They're tied with Toronto right now for first in the division.
2: And Ooh, imagine bro. they don't imagine they Bron- lose out on uh, these three games. Edmonton's
1: and... tied with Toronto for first. Oof, that's huge. Yeah,
2: yeah. and imagine being a Has just just for the fun of it. It comes to month of May, we lost these five six games, and we don't make the playoffs because of win percentage. But yet. We could have said, oh, but if we would have won those five games that week against Edmonton and Ottawa, we would have made no, playoffs. But,
1: no, but it's it depends. to pissed
2: off a lot of fans, man.
1: No, but it depends. If they actually play these games that are postponed, whether they play them now or they play them later, they had their chance, anyways. As long oh, as everybody I'm plays the same amount not, of games. Yes, but oh, if they don't okay. do that. Yeah yeah, I'm saying. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, at least I would hope to God the league doesn't go that way because. Though they didn't piss off that many teams last summer, I guess for for the play-in round, they uh, pissed off the two teams.
2: They, put, they pissed off the well, Buffalo Sabers, and they pissed off. Well, they uh, pissed off.
1: You know what? Those they pissed off even teams that made it. Be, like they pissed off the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins didn't want to play us in uh, in that playoff round. The, and, and as much as we can say the Canadians didn't deserve to make it, look, that that was that was the league rules that they 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 placed at that time. But I don't know. I I I I think the league just didn't announce it. But I think they do have something in mind, or at least a blueprint of what they might do at the end of the season.
0: What What about this, guys? There are going to be teams within given divisions that have, um, let's say uh, they've they're already advanced in their games played. For I'll give you the example. Let's say Toronto and Winnipeg. Toronto and Winnipeg have, uh, I don't know. 40, uh, 45 games played and, uh, Montreal and Edmonton are trailing behind at 37, what they could consider doing is starting maybe to cancel certain games for the teams that have that, uh, advantage in games played. If they have to reduce the schedule, they can start, uh, said cutting games between teams that will be playing one another that both have, Higher numbers of games played. That could also be a solution. I mean, it's a stretch of the imagination, but you're taking games away to get those other teams to catch up. And look, somebody's somebody's working out this puzzle behind the scene, but I don't know. That was just an idea that popped into mind that's not completely
1: crazy. It could be, but whether they have the advantage or not, like let's say you're saying, what I what I'm trying to understand is you're saying that, okay, let's say Toronto... And Edmonton, they're finishing. You mean like the top two spots? Like, are you like guaranteed, or like what? What's no, your? I'm because, talking because, about because I'm- here's 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 what I'm thinking is that the teams that have the advantage at the same time too, they're still. I the the way I imagine it's going to be is, it's four teams out of seven or eight that are making the playoffs, right? It's the top four in the in the, the division that are making playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. You would yeah. assume that the top two teams are fighting for home ice advantage, right? If that's what they do, if they yep. if they go to a Game 7 series on, in, in all rounds. But what if that third-place team is a point away from tying second place, but you're not giving that second-place team a game because they're at an advantage? You get what in I'm saying? you're talking or or, in, or 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 in points okay I'm, you're, no, you're, I'm you're talking, talking about a... i'm talking strictly games played for example uh, okay, i, about I games took played okay fine yeah then, I... the, yeah then that's a different story as long as listen i think it's it's fair to say and safe to say as long as every single team plays the same amount of games exactly exactly that i i i don't know i i i, I think I mean, look, right time now
2: will t- like time will tell exactly there, time will
1: tell but i it's 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 it, it can't be that they don't have a plan yet. I, I'm i sure they do and they're just, they probably have something in figuring out because it's the end of the season is coming up close. They're probably just working on the kinks and all that and for sure an announcement is going to be made about it even, 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 even before the month of May arrives because they, they have to be because it's, it's going to be a disaster and they, they want to avoid a disaster just like another disaster happened today.
2: <laughs> and look but like disasters i guess right <laughs> <laughs> another another thing like so you know we're not out of the woods yet the bunch right now they're saying we're coming back on you know the, the practice facilities will reopen on monday or sunday and then the game on yeah on a monday they're gonna mm-hmm. reopen and then the first game yep. will be back on choose against the senators but that's if it stays the way it is right now they're testing everybody every single day from now till then. Yeah. By If if by chance another player test is positive, right? Because they're still unsure if that whoever has it right now spread it to the team. If another positive um, test comes along, you're looking at another two weeks, another week off Oof. the whole team. Yeah, a that's two weeks of no games. And that's, hold on, I'll tell you right now quickly. One, I... two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I I think I think
1: you're worrying a bit too much, though, because 24 hours later, after a player was tested positive and all other players were tested, and no other player was placed on the COVID protocol list, I think it's safe. And the fact that they only postponed it till Sunday,
2: I think it's safe to say. It's never safe uh, to say it because it's COVID and it's unknown. Yeah, but but the the
1: players are under strict rules, Anthony. If they're not gonna go, if 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 one if one player decides to become an idiot. And goes gallivanting like he's not supposed to do, and do stupid shit. Like, yeah, fine. But it's, if if that happens, he's gonna get a big trouble. But players are not gonna do that. They 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 they're gonna like this week break at least. But they're gonna want to get back to playing also. Guys, guys won't guys won't do anything stupid and take that chance of of ruining everything for everyone. Perfect family time. Yeah, it is perfect family time. They're home. They they can do that. They're gonna stay home, stay with the family a bit. Where do they have to go?
0: Okay, so what about the young it's guys? What about the young guys who are just waiting to, uh, you know, meet their future wives? Uh, what uh, the, the gallivanting <laughs> that you're talking about, uh, that goes right out the window. I don't know, man. I don't know if you guys follow uh, Ro- Romanov, <laughs> Romanov on Instagram, please. but uh, I thought he was on the mountain like a few days ago with his girlfriend
2: up north. What- Boy, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe, maybe he drove there stayed there and he's gonna come back I don't know was... so question for you guys actually I have a good question for you and then we'll move on to the next segment in regards to what happened with Tim Peel last night but um... thanks
1: Anthony thanks Anthony I got this thanks bro what okay go on
2: <laughs> I'm gonna make you open that segment relax Gavon. I, can I ask you a question the guy <laughs> thinks he's the host and he controls everything over here I'm uh, just joking um, the listen <laughs> With this week off and no practice, and a potential player who is sick with COVID, how do they come out on, you know, let's say the game is April, uh, March 30th? Do you think no practice for a full week? Yes, it's relaxed time, but there's no practice for a full week with a new coach, with no system in place. Do you think this affects the team next week?
1: Well, there's still yeah. a system in place. They don't forget about the system just because of a few days off.
2: You know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying I'm trying to bring up the point that there's no practice, there's no practicing the three on three, the power, play the shorthanded. It's a whole week of staying home, sitting on their ass and training in their own house if they have a gym in their own house. You know what I'm trying to say? And does that affect us come March thirty who pay the senators who have been playing almost every night this week and they're energized, wanting to have them. I
0: don't think so. I think based on the players, you know, they're a young team, they're fast. They're not going to have that much of an issue getting back up to speed. It's a good point, though. It's a very good point. Uh, But no, but but I don't think it's going to be much of an issue. Like last year when the playoffs started and, you know, everyone was scared that the players would be rusty. It didn't seem that that was the case. They came out gunning, right? So I see the same thing happening. Yeah, I I think a little bit of the same. I think uh, for the first period, you might
2: have a few more passes
0: uh, getting turned over. But I think they'll have their legs. I just think their uh, synchronizations are, um, yeah, synchronization with one another might take a period or two to get back up to speed.
1: I just got to shake off the rust. That's what I think. But a a rested price is a dangerous price, by
0: the way. Exactly. Exactly. There's those factors, too, that have to go into the equation.
2: Again, time will tell. Anyways, Gabo, yeah, exactly. open it up. Is it's it my turn? You know. Can I can, I, can I, Mr. Presidente, go? Grazie. Ooh.
1: Speaking of disaster today in the NHL, breaking news a veteran official or a veteran referee, Tim Peel, gets mm-hmm. his ass fired for. Uh, accidentally having his mic on at the start of a commercial break <laughs> last, last night's game. Uh, I don't know. Last night's game, uh, the Detroit Red Wings versus the Nashville Predators. Yeah. And, and at the commercial break, his mic was on, his mic was hot, and his words were, I tried to get a fucking penalty tripping call to Nashville. I tried to give him a penalty, yeah. And... Or you wanted to give him that a that That happens, and then 24 hours later, breaking news: you're fired, Tim. Okay. I have something to add, dude. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll let you get. Okay. Uh, well, I get. To, I'm. I for one, I'll oh, go for it, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I think the NHL are a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of idiots, right? Oh, but wait, is that the real
0: reason why they fired him, though?
1: It, okay, okay, that- okay. So let's let, let just 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 a bit of a background story about this. Tim Peel. Was supposed to have or take his retirement at mm-hmm. the end of last season. Okay. The NHL approached him and were like, "Yo, Tim, can you please come back for one more season? We don't have enough uh, veterans, uh, veteran refs. You know, can you can you please just come back just 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 one more season?" Oh, that I didn't know. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. And Tim's like, "Okay, okay, I'll come back. Okay. One more season. Yeah, give me another two hundred grand. Let's go." He's, he's, he's supposed to, he's supposed to take his retirement at the end of this season. Now he said the F word on <laughs> on, on on live TV. Somebody's okay. somebody's ears got too sensitive. Oh, my God. world we live in. I get uh, it. What does the NHL do? They they fire him and say he's never oh, coming back to ref ever again. Hold on. He's not
2: listening. He didn't get fired for the F word. He or, got fired for giving someone a penalty because he just felt like giving him a penalty.
1: Okay, I I know Anthony, but but this is the thing. We all know this. This is not new. Yeah, we don't Dude. know refs, refs, they fuck up on one call, and so they're going to try to compensate on the other. We know that but this Sam, has been happening for, for God knows how no, long in the league.
0: I want Zook you to comment. Zouk first. It's two seconds, mind. It, it, it's an add-on on what Sam was saying. I totally agree with what Sam's saying. It. It's, it's bloody ridiculous what happened, in my opinion. Why didn't they fire uh, Dean Morton last year for, for, calling, for saying – Go fuck yourself to Brendan Gallagher. And Gallagher got fined for that. And Gallagher got fined. the, ref, the coach the ref got said, nothing. go fuck yourself. It wasn't Gallagher. Gallagher saying, you fucked up. That's all he said. And then the coach said, go fuck yourself. That was worse than what... uh, uh What's the guy? And then, Ooh, th- then this shit happened. Uh, then yeah. Tom Peel, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. uh, that was There's nothing. A- it was, Tim, was Tim really... Peel. <laughs> uh, Tim Peel, whatever. <laughs> no, one, no one gives a shit. Chris. But uh, you know what I mean? It, it's bloody ridiculous and an indication of where our society is and where it's going. Uh, okay, but there's... Go ahead. This is, Chris, go Chris. This is my point. This was done to save their face. This yeah. was for the NHL to completely save their face. Yeah. We understand. I know what you're talking about, Sammy. We understand that refs try to compensate. And, they, and more than that, you take a playoff game, for example, you take a game that might get out of hand. They might say, I'm going to set the tone. I'm going to call a penalty, even though it's not... Mm really uh, a true penalty. It's a great area. And we exactly, we know that a ref might use that to set the tone. But when, when Tim Peel says what he does and he's, and he basically says like, "I, I felt like getting a penalty kind of to let the other team catch up. If the NHL says, Hey, if the NHL, sorry, if the NHL doesn't say hey fuck this, we do not believe in, are refs influencing the result of a game? But uh, look, if they let it slide and they didn't take action and didn't fire him, but no, 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 literally, you lose credibility. Not true. No, not credibility. It's part of the hockey. rules that the coaches could influence the game. It's part of the, the game of hockey that some nights you, you mean, have an off night. The no, but you don't. I mean the refs, no. yeah.
2: Hold on. Okay, so let it's me say my point. It's part of the game, man. It's part of the game. So hold on. So Sam, you said something about, I'm one to agree with the society today is, yeah, hate it. <laughs> Sensitive situation, you know. We have people at their Grammys spreading their legs, but it's okay. But then you go, you You know, you can't buy a Dr. Seuss book
1: anymore, boys. Exactly.
2: We and let's not go into details (laughs) with politics, but 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 I don't agree with the sensitive situation we're in in this world. But what happened yesterday has nothing to do with sensitivity of the generation. He did not get fired (laughs) for saying "fuck you" or "fuck" or whatever. He got fired for. Hold on a second. I know you said Sam that it's we already know that if a bad call was missed at the beginning they're going to find something later on to compensate mm-hmm. yes we know that but it's not something you say out loud for people to hear that's number Anthony. one oh, i don't oh think you God. said worse, anything. worse
1: worse things have been said than that Anthony. on the ice Come no on. but no
2: but that no you're telling the Come world on. no hold on sam listen to my point here and chris agrees with me because I, I i he said it too you can't publicly say you do things to influence the change wrong. of the game wrong come on yeah you're yeah. telling everybody hey like, anthony, what's the context no, hold on anthony. hold on another thing look how many bad calls we've been seeing lately i guess we're getting mad at the an thing, it's an, exam- an example this is an example of, of the shitty roughing this could year.
1: be of course but, but dude i but but okay anthony here's the thing tim peel and and the new england patriots have one thing in common they got caught
2: Wait. oh my god no
1: i'm not but wait, wait a second that's a i fake. know
2: this, no no exactly, but, but exactly that I mean, it's exactly, exactly that but what's that's the okay no, no.
1: okay 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 i'm agreeing so, i mean you. okay oh, no it's all good let me ask you guys this had he said i tried to get a tripping call on nashville no f word do you think he have still gotten fired yes yes 100 yes, okay 100 okay, 100%. okay,
0: okay but what's okay. wrong with that what if the context no. is this He was, you know, he was refing, and on an earlier play, there was a tripping call and he missed it. And then the the, the game was on and now it's commercial break and he says, oh, I wanted to give him a
1: penalty before. And he missed it. What's the context about that? Because he made a bad call earlier. That's why. No,
0: but you can't. It's not about a bad call. You call, if it's a weak call, it's a weak call, but it still is a fucking call. If you try to invent something, part of if you... But if the refs start to try to invent penalties, that's, that's it.
2: That's fuck, it. But that's who says it was inventing? He, he basically no, because it wasn't but we, but, said. It. But, but guys, he said it. He probably like, missed
0: oh, guys, a call. Here, here's he the call. He wanted thing. to
1: give him a penalty. But you, okay, no. but what's wrong here, with here's that? here's here's the thing. Here's what I see. Adrian, we've, we've been, we've been compl-
0: split. It's a two-two tie here. <laughs> we've we've, we've, we've been we've been
1: complaining about this for years that that refs made a bad call on one play. For one team, they're gonna compensate by making another bad call to the opposing team. I don't know about we've that. All, we've all no, no, no. But they've 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 always done this, and okay. we hate it. We okay. both both sides hate it. So this this is probably as 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 much as I I'm I, I don't know if I fully maybe maybe I do agree with this deep down because maybe this will wake the refs up right now, and maybe this will change the. Refing system in the game. Maybe Robots they'll have maybe. the two ref. No, they'll have two refs on the ice, and maybe like the NFL, they'll have one more ref somewhere up there. Magnets um, and, and and the and and well, magnets <laughs> and and the, the the head ref could have uh, uh or maybe both both uh, referees, not the linesman, just the two referees will have some kind of headset on or some kind of earpiece on. Yeah, and the 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 the, the um, the the ref will call in quotations the ref that's up on top in 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 the rafters or in the in the control room he's the gonna help them you. ref he's gonna help them ref the game as well maybe maybe this is something that needed to happen in order for officiating to become better
2: so so my to, to conclude this like you said before about the Patriots craft <laughs> <just said> before <laughs> yes a, they got I, caught I offend
1: you did I offend you
2: no you didn't because it's true they got <laughs> caught there's corruptness everywhere. And they got caught, but because they got caught, they just showed the true colors of a referee being corrupt and deciding when and how to call yeah, penalties. I, don't know. I to want to change. go as far to
1: say corrupt. I, I, I sorry, don't I, I don't, don't no, go as far as no, no, saying
2: corrupt. To. No, you, I, 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 I believe it's corrupt because look, I understand hold on corruption in a sense. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to say this: there is one way of okay, you missed. There was a missed penalty. Too bad, so sad. And then you try to find something later on Mm -hmm. to catch one, okay? But like Chris said, you don't go invent a penalty because that was clearly not a penalty. But how do we
0: know he
1: invented it?
2: Because he said it. No, no, he said it.
1: I think he was waiting waiting for the opportunity Exactly. But he said
2: it. He's like, I don't, I didn't have enough to call a penalty, but I, I've been waiting he for did, something, so I just but, called but, it. But he didn't, but he didn't do it,
1: but he didn't do it. He was he thought a tripping call was gonna come. The player didn't didn't do enough action or movement to cause a tripping call, so he didn't call it. Okay, listen, okay,
0: okay. Yeah, uh, we, we completely I completely agree with the fact. Number one, he got caught saying it, and I want to go back to that in a second. I completely agree that refs will make up for bad calls and try to balance out penalties or balance out those bad calls. But the fact of the matter again, is he explicitly, even if, even if they don't necessarily uh, act upon it or don't say it, the problem is it was open. It was out in the clear that he said, basically I have to make up for it. And in that regard, any hockey fan can look and say, fuck man, these refs are looking to have an outcome on the game, they are looking. And because it was stated explicitly, because it was caught, an unsaid rule, like balancing out the games, fucked it up and he fucked himself over, shot himself in the foot for something that is known,
2: just not said. Awesome. Oh my god, hold on, hold on. I want okay, perfect. I want take it easy, take it easy, go, go, go. Hold on. Yeah, I just got a text from my wife to stop screaming. Um uh, <laughs> Sam. I have 14 of them. Sam, question for you.
1: I have no wife. Okay. Yeah, go. question go for ahead. you.
2: Yeah. Question for you. And yeah. that they, and I agree word for word what Chris just said.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It out loud they got caught by saying they're finding something which loses credibility as a fan, watching a game saying things are being called because they're looking for it for compensation now imagine one thing Mm -hmm. that Gallagher goal against Ottawa a few weeks back that they Mm -hmm. called an interference call and we all freaked out saying what the hell was that Mm -hmm. imagine at that point in time they got caught then saying hey we missed a penalty about five minutes ago so you know what let me call that one and not and that changed the whole outcome of the game. We lost that game, and they disallowed a goal. Imagine at yeah, that, that yeah, moment, yeah. you would have heard them say, oh, we missed a penalty before, so let me call that. N- disallow a goal. Ottawa wins the game. Okay. would not you have freaked out?
1: Okay, I'm going to say this, and then we're going to wrap this up. It was not the refs on the ice that made that call. They went to Toronto to make the call. It was those in the in the uh, control room. That, but it it was those in the Toronto control that room. <laughs> 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 could have been now, you're, now you're just begging no. the question. I get your um, point. Yes, if yeah, I heard, wrong. of course I would. But the the that I just if we're gonna talk about Leafs. that. If we're gonna <laughs> let's blame it on the Leafs. <laughs> if we're gonna ta- talk about that particular moment, they had they called it a goal. Hmm. Okay. I, I I guarantee you, if there was a mic, if a mic was on, one of the refs would have said that was a fucking goal. By the way, what the heck are they calling? Yeah. Then doubt I would have been even more pissed off. Hmm. Anyways, it is what it is, guys um we digress we digress this was a lot of fun we'll save our energy for a future upcoming episode even though there are no Habs games I can guarantee you the curfew boys will be back thank you once again to our listeners uh for tuning in follow us on Facebook on Instagram take a listen to us on Apple Podcasts Spotify and Anchor wherever you are in this world please be safe out there you know hang in there we'll get we'll all get through this slowly slowly gentlemen pleasure as always until next time chris thanks for joining in thanks for filling in boys be safe out there yes sir bye now, bye bye now. now. Bye now. <laughs>